Do you have a light? guys um welcome to the podcast welcome back to another episode of the smoking porch um that little (laughs) little asmr (laughs) um i'm i'm here with recent birthday boy comedy extraordinaire apparently soundcloud extraordinaire alec griffiths that was a track he made about a dog that got ran over he was just showing me it's a memoir it's a memoir. <laughs> it's actually an allegory for your life. <laughs> Alec, tell me more about this song on SoundCloud. It's called Broken Bones and Blood. Broken Bones and Blood is a single put out by a group called K. Diddy at the time, which was a collective of Rachel Griffiths and Alec Griffiths. Awesome. How uh, old were you? Um... Probably about 10 or 12 years old, I'd wow. say, somewhere in there. 10 to 12. K. Diddy. Mm-hmm. Where can we follow them? Where can we hear more? <laughs> All on SoundCloud, baby. Oh, my God. I just have to play a little bit more. Hold on. Alec, you guys, Alec just dropped on me, like, moments before recording this episode that he actually has a SoundCloud with music he's made on it, and we're listening to Broken Bones and Blood by K. Diddy. Have you ever listened to like Blade, like Bladey, or like it's B L A D E E, or like um, what was that? It sounds like music that people would listen to. Like people listen to music that sounds like that now. Blady. Blady, like I think it, it might just ring, be Blade. It rings a bell. Let me literally play you a Blady song, and it sounds like that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, the flag is raised. I have that one saved, so I don't know. I mean, like, Literally. it's really well produced. So. <laughs> sounds just so good. Literally, it's Kid Diddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. That just cracked my mind open a little bit, Al. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great way to get started, you guys. I am sitting in my apartment with a real live person not over zoom named alec griffiths he made his way all the way down the hill for this (laughs) and i wanted to have him on for a long time i actually wanted to have him on last year but this just felt right Um, because this was his birthday weekend we hit the town he's struggling to survive Mm -hmm. um and i just really want to grill him all while he's vulnerable (laughs) all right 
<laughs> um, the I'm getting drunk again. He's getting drunk again. The ASMR <laughs> that you heard at the start of the episode was um, champagne bubbles. Actually, brute bubbles because we're not... It's not real champagne unless it's from France, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the champagne region of France. Um, no, but he. I'm drinking out of a Real Housewives of Spokane glass. Shout out Tyler Tennyson for that gift. Um, Alec is drinking out of a pint glass that says Troy Montana with a brontosaurus on it. That's for my brother. It's lovely. Thank you very much. Troy oh. must be a beautiful town. You know, it's actually not terrible because my brother lives there now. And I used to make fun of it a lot because it's like half an hour from Bonners Ferry where I grew mm-hmm. up. And in high school, we always heard that it was the meth capital of the world. <laughs> so that was like the rumor. Oh. I don't know if it's true. Or like They've don't surpassed th- Spokane. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I don't really see how it could be much worse <laughs> than what I moved to now. That's what's funny is like when people talk to me about wherever I'm going to live next, whatever. They're like, do you sh- are you sure you want to live in this city, that city? Like, isn't the homeless issue really bad? I was like... I don't think you know where I live. I don't think you know what I the see every day. Most people in our town have weapons now. <laughs> <laughs> what weapon have you seen? Oh, I saw this lady actually right down by my uh, old office. Uh-huh. I stopped by there and I was grabbing something out of the office. 8 a.m. Friday morning. And this woman walks by the door as I'm walking out. And I, she gets several steps um away and pulls out a uh taser and hits the strike button on the on the taser as she's walking away like making direct eye contact with you <laughs> oh no she's walking away but well you know she and she was missing shoes so it's probably it was, mean on those streets yeah maybe she traded her shoes for a taser it could be it's probably is that a good trade i don't know shoes for a taser shoes for a taser have you ever been tased? Um, yes. Really? Yes, I have. Where and when? Um, several times when I was younger, when somebody <laughs> held out a fake pack of gum and I grabbed one and I and they tased me. <laughs> the fucking tree gum. You're like, oh yes, I'll have a piece of this extra. Big red. <laughs> Big red. Give me a piece of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is electrifying taste. God. Gotcha. <laughs> like, I, so you did fall for that kind of shit. <laughs> um, a couple of times. I, it's okay. Sometimes like life is funny like that, and there's like cartoony ways. Like when I was in sixth grade, I literally slipped and fell on a banana peel. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Were you? I didn't do it like on purpose either. Like that sounds like something a kid would do on purpose, like to be funny, but. I was in school in like the cafeteria and there was a banana peel on the ground and I stepped on it and like, <laughs> they're slippery motherfuckers. Not bad enough for it to be really funny, mm-hmm. but I did fall, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I let me. And then you crash your Mario Kart too. Oh my god, yeah. And then, like, what are those blue shells in Mario Kart called? Motherfucking kamikaze <laughs> shells. <laughs> Kamikaze. I think you pretty much just make up your own names for all of that. I know. Who who was your favorite person to uh, be? Toad. Toad. I'd say Toad. Because is, they got kind of cute, you know. They're so cute and Toadette. Toad. Toadette. 
And they had those mushrooms that are like <laughs> made you go fast. And then there's mm-hmm. the golden mushroom that you like had to tap the button a lot and then you get to go like really fast. Oh yeah. Were they just on shrooms all the time? Probably. Tone toadette. Or like manifestations of the designer's little shroom fantasies. How was your birthday weekend? It was just wonderful. We went bowling. Bowling was the highlight. How did how did you do? How did you feel? You know what? I started off really strong. I really thought I was going to win. I'm not going to lie. There was like five rounds where I was getting strikes and spares. Mm-hmm. I was like up. the bad bitch on campus. And then I let my nerves get the best of me. And you. And I failed. I think you won, didn't half. you? Didn't you win? Like out of everyone? Yeah. Yeah. What did you get? I was getting some strikes. You're Maybe a 150. Strikes. Jesus. A 150, a 160. Good God. feeling it, you know? Yeah, stop bragging. Yeah, I know. I I feel like I'm an okay bowler. I I mean, clearly I'm all right. I feel like I don't ever want to say I'm a good bowler because that's just obnoxious. <laughs> but one time, uh, Mark Danforth, shout out friend of the pod, Mark. Mark. He asked Amanda and I, like pretty recently after we moved to the city, to fill in and like be subs at his bowling league because he was in a bowling league. Um, at Valley Bowl, which is like pretty ghetto, honestly. And uh, Amanda and I went out there to be substitutes and we're like warming up. We had our shoes. The league hadn't started yet. It was literally like him, his coworker, us. We're the only people under the age of 35 in the place, you know, like everyone took it really seriously. My very first (laughs) bowl, is it like called a pitch? (laughs) Whatever. My first pitch, first pitch of the night, I get a strike. And I hadn't bowled in years, so I like jumped up and down and screamed like a little because I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I I literally like saw this white haired old witchy woman like it was like a movie like sneer at me like from across the thing. And then she it turns out she was in charge of the league, and she talked to Mark and wouldn't let us bowl because we weren't registered league members and there wow. there are no substitutes. And then she made him pay like a $40 fine. Wow, sounds like a very lovely league to be in. I know, well I thought that maybe like they thought I was a ringer. A ringer? <laughs> a ringer. What is that? Like a ringer is like when you like bring in someone good who pretends they're <laughs> not good. <laughs> like have you seen, that's very much not a movie that would get made today but she's a fraud she's a fraud well did you ever see oh the ringer the ringer with johnny (laughs) (laughs) i appreciate those those type of movies though in that you know like i was watching even scrubs the other day oh yeah and uh, I mean, some of the skits that they have in there, you're like, oh my god! I know it never get produced, well, but it's out there, and it's. But I mean, they're always still funny, though. Yeah. I was watching. Um, <laughs> there's this new kind of rom com out called Bros. Now it's like a gay rom com. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it mm-hmm. with Billy Eichner? I watched it last night. It was actually pretty Ooh. good. Billy Eichner's in it. Billy on the streets. And like. The premise of the movie is he's, like, this stereotypical, like, New York gay that's, like, very into, like, the LGBT agenda. And he, like, falls... <laughs> how dare he? And he, like, falls for this, um, like, bro-y, stupid gay guy that, like, seems straight. And, um, you know, they fall in love, whatever. But the bro-y guy says that his favorite movie is The Hangover. 
And Billy Eichner, like, gives him shit and, like, gets mad at him because one of the first lines in the movie is, paging doctor, beep. <laughs> Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm putting myself on blast here because I'm sure that many other people did this as well. I was in, like, eighth grade when I saw that movie. That was, like, my favorite thing to say. <laughs> the hangover? Yeah. To say... Paging doctor, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah, that was Everyone every quoted. eighth grader's favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ninth grader. It's a very classic, like favorite movie to watch. When during COVID, when everyone was like skyping all the time, um, my friends and I did. Netflix had this like. Did you ever do that? It was like a communal watch thing. Mm-hmm. They I don't know that they still do. It was kind of cool. You could like implement it during COVID, of course, but you could watch a movie with your friends, kind of like in a Zoom. And it didn't show your faces, but there's like a chat board on the side, so you could like message your friends, and you'd watch the movie at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you pause it or whatever, it'd pause on everyone's. But I watched The Hangover with a group of friends from my college, and I was—I mean, it is dated, but I was like cutting up. I was laughing. I was <laughs> dying, and they kept messaging like, "Oh, that's pretty offensive." Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, totally, dot, dot, dot. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but let's keep watching a little bit more. Let's keep watching The Hangover a little bit more? Mm -hmm. I know. Well, I mean, I'll always watch it, man. I'm a fan. I was wearing my Vegas baby hat earlier (laughs) when I opened the door. I love that. (laughs) Vegas baby. Somewhere out there, there's somebody wearing that. Um. My soulmate. <laughs> very, very much more seriously than you are. <laughs> well, I had such a good time when I went to Vegas. Uh, on, I don't know. I was so dehydrated and so tired. But in the Vegas airport, there's this $40 Vegas baby denim hat that's bedazzled. The whole front is bedazzled. It's very much like a snooky hat. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. And I wore it to answer the door. And I was going to wear it for the duration of the pod, but it got too hot. <laughs> I'm I having a hot flash. You can wear it if you like. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Oh, yeah. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, yes. baby. <laughs> it's the law. <laughs> you can't say what happens in Vegas on the podcast. It's the law. The law of getting fired. <laughs> I um have you been to Vegas? I have several times. I, I want to go back. Me too. I'm not gonna ask you what you did. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask me what I did. No. Why not? Because you can't tell me. It's the law. <laughs> I will say. If you want to tell me, you can. Yeah, there there's some good there's some good Vegas stories. I went with Matt. Oh, wonderful! And a couple of other guys, mm-hmm. a couple years in a row. But last time I went. Matt and I, you know, I remember walking around outside the Venetian just smoking cigarettes and dress shirts. <laughs> Class. Class. <laughs> Trying to get to the club. Shout out smoking cigs. <laughs> Shout out to place drunk for cigs. That. Shout out to drunk cigs. Maybe it's a good time to introduce uh, the... The chode? The legend of the chode. Oh, God. What did you eat it? Viva la chode. Viva la chode. Viva <laughs> you didn't have a, you didn't get a show, did you? Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's a pretty big investment for a gag. Um, okay, guys, 
now comes the story of the chode. <laughs> Can't even fucking say that on the straight face. Um, last summer, I had a couple margaritas on like an empty stomach, and I. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted a vape, even though I'm not a huge vape girl. I do not typically have one. I think I've owned two in my life. But I went to a gas station because I thought they had puff bars, which are like the small USB size vapes. And they're like $10. So I'm like, I'm just going to try to get a puff bar. So I asked the gas station attendant who was like, he was like a Sikh Muslim. He was very nice, but he had the turban and everything. And I asked him for um, a puff bar, and he said, yes, we do have puff bars. And he asked what flavor, and they pointed out a list. And one of them said pear. So I said, I'll have the pear, please. Shout out to the pear, Rick Ross. <laughs> and I, um, he, it was not $10, it was $28. Like, this isn't a good sign. And... He hands me something that is the size of a chode penis. And <laughs> it's huge and green and looks like... Like the, Shrek's penis. Like, Well, I mean, I assume Shrek's penis is probably bigger than that. Yeah. But, you know, a toy Shrek's penis. It's <laughs> green. It looks like... You know those wooden train whistles that kids had? <laughs> it was kind of like that shape. But it was lime green. It was giant. It had a graphic. <laughs> it had, like, the douchiest graphic I've ever seen. It was, like, <laughs> a metal, like, a cyborg skeleton, like, peeling out of human flesh on the side of the goddamn thing. And it was so douchey, but I had already paid for it, so I just kept it. And it lasted, like, months. It lasted probably four months. The chode lived on, but I then just, it died. I want to see, like, what the marketing department looks like for the for that. Oh God! Like, it's probably the people that run Kung Fu Vapes downtown, <laughs> right? Probably. Vape shops are like really offensively douchey in a really <laughs> bad way. Guys, there's a shop in downtown Spokane called Kung Fu Vapes. I've seen Vape Monkey before lots of it's like monster energy culture mm-hmm. i feel <laughs> elf bars are kind of changing was, again. was drinking a monster the other day i was like what why are you doing that <laughs> I, <laughs> don't you just drink coffee like <laughs> i've bought monsters people i'm not gonna lie i've had monsters in my day i went through a bang phase now I'm in a Celsius phase. Celsius. Have you ever had Celsius? Mm. They're like the healthy, in quotes, energy drinks. And they like, oh. people in like California drink them. And they supposedly burn body fat. I don't know if it just like ramps you up so much, but they're pretty high caffeine mm. and they're good. I have some in my fridge if you want to. Didn't mean to hate on your energy drinks. Go crazy. You're like, I saw someone drinking a monster. I'm like, I had a monster. My mom apparently caught some kid. My mom works at an elementary school. Apparently, she caught some kids drinking monsters on the playground on Valentine's Day, and they got in trouble for drinking monster. Yeah, they can't. Why? I don't know. I mean, it kind of seems like doing drugs. I think they were like in third grade. Oh, you know? Yeah, they Just weren't like high schoolers. Three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, and I think they were like also probably <laughs> hiding and like being sneaky about it. You know, they were like bringing it to lunch. <laughs> 
Although there are always kids that do that, like Cookie Monster Pajama Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Their lunch is like a bag of hot Cheetos. <laughs> and two monsters. And like one of those chode vapes probably nowadays. <laughs> oh my gosh, I meant to ask you. So on your birthday, we went to... Guys, we went bowling, a big group. It was fun. Then we went saying karaoke at Monterey Cafe, our favorite karaoke bar. Um, Alec saying how bizarre oh yeah oh, that was very good <laughs> cruising down the highway in the hot hot sun <laughs> keep going omc <laughs> say how bizarre omc ever how bizarre how bizarre did omc even have another song i don't know that? i don't think i actually ever heard that song until i met you to be frank Got all the the late nineties, early two thousands. You really do. Like Steal my sunshine. I used to that used to be my karaoke song, but So my sunshine is like how bizarre's cousin. It is. Have you seen that video? I think it maybe came on at at, at Pint House. House. <laughs> of course it did. I was into the Pint House music. It videos. appeals to that to a demographic that? that's older than well, I don't know. Some of the music videos were, like, not what I would have expected for Pint House, honestly. Guys, um, Alex's parents own a restaurant called Pint House that we went to for his birthday, drinks, pregame dinner, and um, <laughs> they have, like, music videos going a lot, but some of them were, like, a little bronchy. It would yeah. be, like, how bizarre. It would be, like, um, one headlight... <laughs> by the wallflowers and then it would be like doja cat <laughs> like there was one where she was like eve and like the garden of eden i'm like eve <laughs> yeah she was like eve, eve. eve not not like eve the singer but like oh. eve and adam and eve oh, oh okay. that she was like wearing leaves for Other eve <laughs> the real eve <laughs> eve, eve. Swiss beats. <laughs> okay, I I feel like this is a really good time. Shake the tambourine while Okay, this is a really good time to actually like introduce my story to you because it's so funny. So a couple weeks ago when we went out, um, <laughs> I can hardly even say this. Oh, what day? Um, uh, just right. I think it was the Friday. It was when I met that guy that I was dancing yes. at that barrage. Is that what the story is about? No, I'm not gonna tell you that story. <laughs> But I'm, so I'm dying to know that one too. <laughs> I know because I told your girlfriend about that a little bit. I'm not not for the pod, but I um, I, I we were at night owl with him, and he comes up to me and Abby, and he goes, "Hey guys, do you want to meet my gay friends?" Which was like really weird, but we're like, sure. <laughs> so he takes us over to these like three most conventional not like conventional like twinkie gays but like gay guys that work at like office max kind of oh. vibe <laughs> <laughs> but you know i'm introducing myself to them and we're talking and you you come out of the bathroom and i don't know the name of the song i can't really tell you how it goes but do you know that like J- jamaican sounding song that's like they call it murder do you know that song they call it murder. <laughs> welcome to Jamrock. Damien Marley, Daily, Damien Marley, welcome to Jamrock. That was it. Banger. That, that was the one. Well, <laughs> you come out of the bathroom 
pretty lit up to be frank <laughs> mm-hmm. and right as you come out that part of the song is playing <laughs> and you, you get right in my face and you go they call it murder <laughs> and then you do what you just did <laughs> welcome to jam rock and the gays are just silent they're like so quiet and then one of them finally is like is that chet hanks <laughs> 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 to tell you the truth, I have absolutely no recollection of it. Well, they didn't say you had already left. They like said it behind your back when he said, Is that Chet Hanks? And I'm like, and I'm like Alec? And then they're like, You know that guy? And we're like, Douchebag. Well, they said that they kind of were. They were like kind of offended because they were like singing like a Jamaican man. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, lighten up. Oh, oh, office yeah. mats, gays. But I did think the. Um, <laughs> Chet Hanks. I thought that was very funny. Wow. I love Chet Hanks. I'm a Chet supporter. I love love Chet Hanks, too. (laughs) I actually was thinking, like, pretty recently, unfortunately. I think that I would date Chet Hanks for an amount of time. I think, like, he's probably my worst celebrity that I would actually be in a relationship with. And I was wondering... Who your worst celebrity that you oh would do like would be. A, your most em, sort of not like, embarrassing crush but that yeah I mean I don't have like an active crush on Chet Hanks but I feel like I enjoy him enough <laughs> and I feel like he's like not so out of my league as a celebrity like maybe there's a universe someday where I could date Chet Hanks for like five months and I'm wondering who your person like that's that would be. that's a great question, a hard question. I'll, I'll preface it with Rachel McAdams is would be the number one, but she's not. She's not one bad that's at all. Bad. So uh, give us someone like opposite. a little problematic. A little problematic. Yeah. Let's so let's reframe say, it. The question is kind of totally opposite of Rachel. Uh, that yeah, like <laughs> yes. she's not problematic. She's at all. a good pick though. But um, you like that Rachel that, name? I, I know it's it's a little weird, but <laughs> your sister, your girlfriend, your dream. <laughs> Your dream crush. <laughs> okay, well, she's Am not... I at therapy or on a podcast right now? <laughs> oh, I'm going to reveal some shit. Um, no, yeah, who's your most pr- problematic celebrity? Not that you'd hook up with, but that you would, like, spend some time with. <laughs> um, it's a hard question. It is a hard question, but I feel like that there's some... There's, there's some problematic some women out right, there. Right off the... Who's the first one off the noggin? Well, Drew Barrymore doesn't have any problems anymore. She used to. I know. So, but but someone has got some issues. (laughs) We love those issues (laughs) (laughs) up in here. Sanity is overrated, my friend. Who who has been in the news in the last ten years? I don't know, like. Nicole Richie, Lindsay Lohan, Ferris Lindsay Lohan, I would say. I, like, Lindsay I Lohan. kind of like Lindsay I Lohan. I do too. Have you, and she's like cleaned up her act a little uh-huh. bit. Everyone loves a comeback story. Yeah. Have you seen that video of her where she's like dancing in Mykonos? And she's like... With her hair. Uh-uh. I'll show you. I'll cut out this searching period. Hold on. I always say that in the episodes and then I never do. Um... It was like Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay, 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 knows. Oh my God! Um, I just remembered something about Lindsay. 
at her Lohan beach house. Apparently she has a nightclub. I learned that. I know. She just looks fun. Yeah. Like she's enjoying herself. I know. Stage, I feel you know? like I think this is it. But she like, like. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> 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 this is how you throw a party in Mikado's bitch. <laughs> we need to bring that guy on the pod next. <laughs> I would love to. I love people like that. Well, I have this one friend. I'm not gonna say his name, but he is. He lives in um, Europe, and he's really funny like that. But he's like. Quite problematic, and I kind of feel like if I brought him on, I'd have to like talk to him about the problematic stuff. About the what? The problematic stuff. He's like weird mm. in some ways, but maybe he'll be my next guest. I don't know. Um, no, but do you remember when Lindsay Lohan like tried to abduct that lady? No. <laughs> <laughs> she did. It was only like a couple years ago. She like started. I don't remember the details, and I'm kind of going to butcher them, but I think she, like, maybe got involved in, like, what was going on in the Middle East somewhere. Like, she became, like, an advocate for, like, let's say Palestinian women. That could be not the right country, but she, like, started wearing a head covering, and she started, like, talking in kind of a fake accent. Like, <laughs> she, I mean, she's a little kooky. That's a good answer for kooky. you to say. She's a little kooky. Yeah, she started yeah. talking in a fake accent. And then she posted an Instagram live where she was still talking in the accent and she like found a refugee woman in like New York or something. But there are like a lot of kind of homeless refugees in New York, like in the subways. Mm -hmm. And she like took her kid and like started walking off with it on Instagram live and like said that she was going to save the kid. And the lady was like chasing after her and stuff. It's, like, not something I can fact check right now, but that did happen. I remember it very clearly. It's kind of like, <clears throat> you got me down a, a hole, a rabbit hole of just child stars that... Like, who else? Jeanette McCurdy. Oh, I don't really know any... I know she wrote that book, like, I'm Glad My Mom Died. Mm -hmm. Did you read that? Like, no. No, my my sister and my mom did what, what did they have to say about it? That, it, well, it was pretty... Intense. Oh, did her mom was her mom like abusive? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's sad then. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways. <laughs> Is that all you were gonna say about Jeanette? Just like thinking about her. <laughs> just that she crossed my mind today. You know, Jeanette McCurdy. <laughs> oh, really? oh, did she? <laughs> I Carly was a funny ass show. Mm -hmm. I really liked it because it was like, I was a year younger than all my peers, like in my grade. So I feel like maybe I didn't get to start watching like adult Nick, not adult Nick, but teen Nick. Nick at night. Nick at night. Um, no, but like teen Nick, I feel like I maybe like got to start watching that a little later. Like my dad didn't like me watching Drake and Josh because Drake made out with everyone. Drake did in that? Yeah. Drake did make out heavy with like random girls in that show. Hmm. Yeah. There's, there's one really funny episode. I don't remember where they're going. I think it's like a later one, but they're on a plane. And um, Drake and Josh get, like, split up. And Drake gets sat between two, like, sexy, quote-unquote, teenage girls, you know? But, like, they've got the long, flat iron hair, like, mini skirts and camisoles, and they're all, like, fake tan. 
And then Josh gets sat between this like obese couple and they have like a bucket of fried chicken. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> it's actually really funny and they keep having to get up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> All those shows, now that now you look back and you're like, they're kinda a little bit much. They were a little bit much. I know, but like I'm glad that I grew up on those instead of like Jesse. What's there was, that? I don't even know. It was like the Disney Channel show that came out like era after like the last of Disney Channel I watched. Because I watched a little bit of like the Demi Lovato show, um, Sunny with a Chance. <laughs> Sunny with a Chance. Sunny with a Chance. Really fun little fact about Demi Lovato. I actually think I brought this up at your birthday dinner, but you weren't part of the conversation. Um, so... I was the baseball manager for my high school, and we would, like, bring all these ringers, return to that, um, from these, like, boarding schools that were in the county, because, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, five rich, troubled kid boarding schools um, in Bonner, Bonnersbury and Bonner <coughs> County. It's weird. But we'd bring in all these, like, good athletes from those outside schools, and one of them was this kid named Austin Wilson, um, who was, like, pretty small, but he had a lot of tattoos, and my mom just loved him. She would, like, buy Austin Wilson, like, Gatorades and wouldn't buy anyone else Gatorades. And, like, they had this little rapport. Austin Wilson dated Demi Lovato. Wow. Like, a couple years ago for, like, six months. Whoa. Yeah. Because he, like, lived in L.A. and I think he did some modeling. I think it's kind of when she was, like, in her troubled time. It was, like, before she, like, came out as non-binary and she was, like, on drugs maybe. But yeah. <laughs> but Austin dated Demi and it was in the tabloids. <laughs> was dip, was uh, Demi Lovato in Camp Rock? Oh fuck yeah, that's where she got her start. Do you like Camp Rock? Did I like did it? like it, but I don't really remember it. I remember Demi's like gap. <laughs> she had like a perfect line in the lower half of her face. It was like her gap teeth and her butt chin. It's like just split down the middle. Um, I remember that. I remember the Jonas Brothers. That's really like it. Then seeing clips of. Sure. Camp Rock recently circulating on really Instagram and where they make fun of like What's your algorithm, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I've been thinking about Jeanette McCurdy. I've been thinking about Camp Rock a little bit. I know my ads are like taking over my life too. The Instagram ads, but for like children's movies. Yeah, now they're gonna start selling me Disney shit. I love Disney it. box sets. But. Anyway, you like Camp Rock? Let me say that into the mic a little more. Well, I like the clips from it where they're. It's it was kind of corny, corny. It's all very corny. Movie, it's but, but it was fun. I mean, you kind of live for that kind of shit when you're a kid. Have you, she's really good. Is they, that what they say? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I think it was Demi Demi Lovato or Debbie Ryan. Oh, you know, <laughs> that's what I fucking. I think she's the one that's in that Jesse show, Debbie Ryan. Debbie Ryan. Because I think that there's that clip. I don't know if you've seen it. Was like her on the red carpet. And she's like, I walked into Disney Channel headquarters and I slammed my hand on the table. I said, We're gonna make history, baby. Oh talking about Jesse. I'm like, I've never even freaking. Clearly, I'm talking about Jesse, but I don't know the premise of the show. Okay, guys, not watching any of that. I was more of a Nickelodeon girl, I think, at the end of the day. Good. That's yeah. good. I like Cartoon Network, too. What I, shows? Oh, God. Put me on the spot. Um, 
I liked, well, obviously, like, Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Bravo, um, Dexter's Lab, and then I watched, like, some kind of, some of the newer age stuff, <laughs> like, Teen Titans, um... What about Courage the Cowardly Dog? Oh, yeah, that was a terrifying <laughs> show. Yeah. That was so scary. If you had me watch an episode of Courage, I probably would be scared. Do you remember anything, like, traumatizing from that show? <laughs> They didn't. That they didn't even have eyeballs. I think. Oh my god! I think that's what I don't. There was a scene. I actually talked about it on a recent podcast, but in the SpongeBob movie. Um, do you remember when he buys the ice cream from that old lady, and then she's like actually like the tongue of a monster, and she like chases them. It's really scary. In the SpongeBob movie. Yes, I had a terrible nightmare about her that she was in my room and wouldn't let me leave. Oof. It was not good, but it was like very Courage the Cowardly Dog vibes. It's like, why do you want to scare children shitless? You know. I have heard. I like saw. It was kind of like an eye funny, meme template thing. That's like, did you know that Courage the Cowardly Dog is actually, like, tells the <laughs> real life story. Of a dog in a nursing home, his point of view, because he's never left the home and he's afraid of everything outside the home, that's like everything's so scary and he lives with these old people. And I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Because yeah. he lives like in the isolated, scary desert full of monsters and all sorts of traumatizing stuff. Is your bubbly gone? It's gone. Should we pop another? Let's or pop no? another. Okay. Why not? I've drank probably most of the bottle That's there. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I had a little like third of an edible. And it's for you. So one time for the birthday Yeah. I was going to ask you, how was Super Bowl? Oh my God. Um, it was actually really quite fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to Mark's. Did you go to your cool... Garage. No, I was just at at home, but. Did you have fun? We missed you. I did I know? I missed you guys. <clears throat> Should have come. I know. I would have got. I would have drank way too much and then hung over at work on Monday. Oh, that's okay. Which, that's Super Bowl. It's super You're expected to. Be I'm happy. making up for it today. You're making up for it today. I know this is your Super Bowl. Um. I drank a Borg during the Super Bowl. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> I had to look. Well, you, you guys explained what a Borg oh, was yeah. in the group chat. Honestly, <laughs> it was like really kind of life-saving, but um, I don't think that... I didn't, I didn't drink the whole thing. Woo! Mama mia. Um, round two, baby. <laughs> I'm going to do another one of those delectable pours. Yeah. Guys, Alec did a really good champagne pour earlier. We got about eight inches of foam to (laughs) one Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. (laughs) Where Um, I was going with that. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl. Sorry. uh, That click hole post about Jamal Charles. I don't think (laughs) I saw it. I don't know if I saw it, but I do want to talk to you about click hole in depth. What's the one about Jamal Charles? We, we got to pull it up. Okay. Did you send it to me? I... Maybe. Not sure. You guys, Alec and I are humongous fans of Clickhole. Um, the online... <laughs> what is it? Like parody post. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like the onion and reductress, but like the worst, funniest humor that's like way too unnecessary. To me, it's... 
click hole is like the onion to a completely another level. Yeah. It's like if you really understand onion humor. It almost like transcends humor. Like it's it's like post onion. It's a different world. I'm not seeing the Jamal Charles one right now, but like this is an example. And I told Alec we were going to be doing some dramatic click hole readings, but they're like Instagram carousels. <laughs> this one says the saga continues. JK Rowling just revealed that Dumbledore isn't actually gay and she would know because she gave him a hand job once and he was definitely into it. And then it's like... <laughs> Although it's been more than two decades since the first Harry Potter book debuted, the author of the series conti- the author of the series continues to delight readers with frequent revelations about the characters' lives, and her latest update is no exception. J.K. Rowling just revealed that Dumbledore actually isn't gay, and she would know because she gave him a hand job once, and he was deaf into it. Amazing! Being a Harry Potter fan is truly the gift that keeps on giving. That's like a bunch of fake tweets um, from J.K. Rowling. Um, and like the author took to Twitter to share the exciting new information earlier this week. And it's like, um, Dumbledore and I were making out in the bathroom. Then he pulled out a wizard condom. And the next thing I know, I'm tugging on his rock hard staff. <laughs> and you know what? Let's just say a gay man would not have been moaning like that. After about two minutes, he made cum into a paper towel. Then he pulled out his pen sieve and stored the memory of the whole thing in there. Obviously, to jack off to it later. You're telling me a gay man would do that? Please. (laughs) And, like, guys, there's seven more, like, not seven, there's three more slides of those fake tweets going into detail about this fake hand job. Did you find your Jamal Charles? I. Oh, that? Is that the Cooks? That's the the Cooks. It's almost like apple-y. That's very I know, nice. It's a little sweet. Is it this? Oh my god, it's the Spumante. Natalie. Spumante. Natalie Hickman, if you're listening, I am so sorry. I'm drinking Spumante without you. Spumante. My friend Natalie, who was the guest two weeks ago, two pods ago, she and I are Spumante girls together. And we vowed on the pod we would only drink Spumante with each other. <laughs> two weeks in and I'm Damn, breaking that vow. I know. <clears throat> More members. I know. Okay, it was the six pro football players described their welcome to the NFL moment. Gorgeous. Um, JJ Watt, I remember squaring up at the line for the first time as a rookie and the tight end across from me just staring at me right in the eye and chewing on a dead bird. (laughs) (laughs) I thought to myself, damn, people never chewed dead birds in college. The NFL ain't no joke. Now, four years later, <laughs> I see players chewing on all kinds of dead animals, and it never phases me for a second. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, me, give me more. Give me more. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Um, Readers, you need to be following ClickHole if you don't. I think that ClickHole is honestly, like, the <laughs> ideal job. I tried to apply one time and they like aren't hiring. That's sad. <laughs> that is sad. How many do you, do you think they have? How many writers do you think I they have? I don't know. I mean, I'd say less than ten. Like you know, they don't so? they don't crank out that much content, and I'm sure they yeah. don't make a lot of money. You know? Yeah. So I, yeah, what is the? How do you make money by probably ads on their account? website? 
Huh. Okay. I don't know. I got to see how many followers they have. I know. While you're doing that, I will... Um... And I made Mark follow it, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm not sure he quite, like, like it really clicks for him that well. It doesn't click you know? <laughs> Oh, my God. This one is so funny. Go ahead. Yank. This is the headline of the article, guys. Go ahead. Yank long and hard on the pigtail growing out of my son's rear end. Just know that it will make his heart explode. <laughs> It's like a photo of like a sad little boy with like a pigtail like photoshopped <laughs> on his butt. Um, as the parent of a child who has a pig's tail growing out of his rear end, I often get a lot of questions. Can I give your son's pigtail a yank? When can I give your son's tail of the hog a big long tug? How many times can I pull your son's pig-styled tail before you call the police? <laughs> All of these questions are valid, and I want to give people space to ask them. But to those people who come up to me with questions like this, I always have the same answer. Go ahead. Yank long and hard on the pigtail growing out of my son's rear end. Just know, it will make his heart explode. <laughs> There's like five more slides <laughs> explaining why it'll make the heart explode. Um, just a sec. My son knows his heart will blow up if someone yanks on his tail. He seems to want it to happen. <laughs> I caught him Googling the phrase, how do I get John Cena to kill me? <laughs> By yanking my tail harder than even God might be able to. <laughs> oh. He wants his heart to explode so that he can take a siesta forever. <laughs> But I won't let him. I need him to live to be 100 years old so that he can become a basketball player and make millions for me. And so I say to you all, if you want to yank on my son's tail, you can and you should. In fact, you must. But if you do, just know that you'll be making him happy and killing him at the same time. And you'll be costing me millions in NBA money. My God. That's like a real thing. Uh, <laughs> it's a true story, you guys. Have you been really uh, reading those? in detail very much lately they're really funny when you actually <laughs> read them sometimes i don't make it through all the slides yeah because they're very long i just saw you have one pulled up is that the fucking animatronic fox oh no, no. okay one sec jamal that's charles. your favorite that's of all time favorite. right okay the jamal charles one this was the there were six slides okay the jamal charles one was the best please read jamal charles is the running back for the chiefs thank you and, i didn't know that and roger goodell is the commissioner of the nfl so, uh, okay <clears throat> thank you for that intro. jamal charles and these are six pro football players describe their welcome to the nfl moment uh jamal charles i was i was thomas morell in my old life when I got drafted, I went to Rogers Goodell, uh, Roger Goodell's grotto to bathe in the cleansing waters and receive my football name. <laughs> as I emerged from the lagoon, naked and pure as a newborn, a name came to my lips, one that I didn't invent, but that was given to me. I uttered Jamal Charles, and Thomas Morrell was no more. <laughs> I have no idea. There's like that one that was like, how many of these things have you said while having mind-blowing sex with R.L. Stein? I was going to say, oh my God. damn R.L. Stein, you sure can fuck. <laughs> you guys, I know that you're not going to understand a lot of this, but boy, does it entertain us and that's what matters. Um, <laughs> Go Ethan. Go Ethan. <laughs> We should have 
found that one in advance. <laughs> oh my god. Like Oh, this is a good one. Avast. The principal's still committing to the school's talk like a pirate spirit day over the morning announcements while saying there's an active shooter in the building. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, Alec. I'm sorry. I could look at these all day. You sent me one that says powerful partnership. Dunkin' Donuts and Victoria's Secret have teamed up to create a G-string that smells like hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Speaking god. Speaking of Dunkin' Donuts though. Oh. I was gonna The Dunkin' ad. With with Ben Affleck? Yeah. Is that was one if that was I the best was, ad. If I was a woman, mm-hmm. I'd probably say Ben Affleck might be a tr- I think Ben Affleck is can be considered kind of troubled. This is actually very funny that you say that because <clears throat> he's actually the other male celebrity that before he got with J Lo. I said that I had a fighting chance with it. Really <laughs> you know, if they ever break up, maybe I'll get post-divorce Ben number two. I thought that the Dunkin' Donuts ad was really quite good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. He's into his donkeys. Mm-hmm. Ben in his, like, depression Dunkin' Donuts. And then J-Lo was sassy and likable. <laughs> I have a theory about Ben Affleck. Mm. I would love to um, hear. It's a hill I'm willing to die on. Okay. Too. That Ben Affleck... Okay, so Ben Affleck kind of plays some... Like, his characters are a little bit edgy, kind of scummy, you mm-hmm. know? And I kind of feel like he's a really good actor because he's not really acting. <laughs> I think he really... <laughs> think he's a piece of shit. Yeah, yes. <laughs> That's my Ben Affleck theory, that he's really good at... <laughs> Acting because he actually just is kind of scummy. He probably is. I mean, <laughs> kind of like you know, apathetic. You I've know? never seen him in a role where he doesn't play that character. Now that mm-hmm. I think about it, that's, like, I mean, I like think that's Gone a good Girl. Theory. That's like the perfect example. Have you seen Gone Girl? I actually Girl? have not seen Gone Girl. I've read the book. I know. You gotta watch Gone Girl. I know. You but like- <laughs> he he plays the husband. I keep playing with this. You keep playing with this cork like you have a vape. It's like the choke, ah, but it's a wine cork. <laughs> Let me hit that toad. <laughs> no, Gone Girl, he's the husband. Don't you see full frontal for Ben Affleck? Full frontal? Yeah, I think you see his pee-pee. In Gone Girl? Yes. I love how I haven't seen the movie, but I know but that. But you know that his penis is exposed in it? <laughs> My priorities are straight. Okay. He has a story oh, that dear. I want to share for the pod. Uh-oh, can't wait. What is that? <laughs> Please. It's a little edgy though. Now we're in. We, we like, love the we're edge. Several minutes in, we're. I just know, read that whole hand job thing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> rolling. So. I was at so. Costco the other day, mm-hmm. and okay, I'm gonna just get okay. into the the deets here, but put on like. Do you know what going commando means? Not wearing underwear. Yeah. Yes. So I was doing laundry. Was completely at it underwear was not wearing <laughs> wearing it it was weird that's yes. okay sometimes it happens and so i went to costco and i was walking around with a 24 pack or whatever of spindrift all i went there for well spindrifts and i was getting flowers for valentine's oh, day lovely. they have really pretty flowers <laughs> yeah so. they do and i walked out of the store and realized that i had my fly was unzipped <laughs> <laughs> and my sweatshirt did not like 
it like stayed like right at the waist, you know, like the way that it fits is it would, it was right around the waist. And so I was like, oh my God, I had just walked around Costco with like that area exposed. And I I don't think it was that bad. (laughs) You want me to just hang it out? (laughs) You would have had a felony. I know. And I'm like, oh my, oh my God. I can't believe that that. I mean, not that anybody's like looking down there, maybe, but maybe kids. But but if <laughs> I had been okay, let, let's say it was worse, and I had been a- approached about it, like what I couldn't even imagine what what I would do. <laughs> hey man, so maybe there were people that, that's hanging out. Here. Oh my god. <laughs> Just this like Ben Affleck you dude comes up and goes, Man, there are kids here. Oh <laughs> fucking dicks hanging out for everyone to fucking see. I'm trying to have a nice fucking Sunday with my fucking family. It's disgusting. I'm calling the fucking police, I might kick your ass. <laughs> kick your ass. Kick your ass. Boston. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm glad that you didn't get arrested. I know. Wouldn't that have been bad? Call up Rachel from jail. Hey, Rachel. I'm registered. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't have... I only have one minute of phone time. I'm at the county jail, and I'm a registered sex offender now. <laughs> hey, um, I'm registered. For some reason... But I did get the 24-pack of spin drifts, so... <laughs> My brain, like, immediately went to that Timbaland song. Um, How you doing, little lady? No. Promiscuous girl? No. Oh, that's a good song. That was my favorite. The song. other song that I wanted to sing the, for my I, birthday. I, at, I heard at you. Karaoke I heard you in like the corner say promiscuous girl. <laughs> um, no, uh, the one, the way I are. <laughs> it's like <laughs> talking about like ain't got no money. Oh, yeah. I got no yeah. car to take you on a date. I was like, when you said, I'm registered. <laughs> I'm a registered sex offender. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, bum. And we have to let anyone know in the neighborhood if I move in. <laughs> that would be, I mean, obviously, being a registered sex offender would be terrible for a lot of reasons, but I think that would be the worst reason. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, Imagine your crime as something as innocent as walking around with your dick out at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to tell everyone in the neighborhood that you're moving in. And they get to have a neighborhood meeting and say that you can't move in. Can they do that? I think so. Really? I think so. I'm pretty sure that there's like, because, I don't know, detail of my work, I probably shouldn't be talking about, but there's... um. There's something called a sexually violent predator, which is like, <laughs> that sounds terrible. Which is what they call me after yeah. Costco. <laughs> after, after the glizzy was out at Costco, <laughs> that $1.50 hot dog. <laughs> no, so obviously not all sex offenders, but basically like if you do a horrible sex crime, like for example, like the South Hill rapist, Kevin Coe, is mm-hmm. an example of this because he... I think his name's Kevin Coe. Anyway. He did his time for, like, raping all these women in the 80s. And 
if you do not like try even try to rehabilitate yourself or like take any responsibility for like what you do at the time you're about to be released the state can come in and say actually we think he's a sexually violent predator and should be back in the public so that it's kind of fucked up i mean it's kind of like a violation of liberties i'm shocked that he wouldn't take any responsibility (laughs) (laughs) he was a celebrity um no, but he was in jail for like 20 years. Like it was not like a short stay. Mm-hmm. And um, then you can have a hearing, a separate hearing that literally if you're found guilty of being a sexually violent predator, you have to go live on an island, like a horror movie called McNeil Island. And that's where the sexual, it's on the west side by Seattle. Oh. And that's where all the sexually violent predators live. Wow. Isn't that scary? Like, yeah, imagine you're like, like Shutter Island. I know. <laughs> Does it actually exist? I'm not sure. Am I in my head? I think or? that it's real, but I always think like, imagine you're like on a rowboat in a storm, and like you get hit by lightning or something, or you hit a rock, and then you have to like you wash up on the shores of Maine Island. It's like that's very scary. Anyway, but when SVPs are released into communities, mm-hmm. the community can have like a city, a town hall meeting, and say like, we don't want. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can. That's kind of cool. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, people have that right to do that. Like, <laughs> This is, like, a very cinematic life. Like, there's the scary sex offender island, and then there's, like, the people with their pitchforks and torches, and they're like, we don't want Alec Griffin. Get out of here. <laughs> He's a menace that to Costco. Costco boys, you gotta go. I actually went to Costco today. Got lots of good stuff. Did you? Yeah, Barb took me. Is that your mother? It's my mother. Yeah, it was really, honestly, it was, mom, if you're listening to this, number one, I'm sorry, but number two, (laughs) thank you so much. That really helps me a lot. What'd you get at Costco? A lot of stuff. Have you ever gotten like this, (laughs) have you ever gotten their rotisserie chicken, but it's like (laughs) the meat is pulled off and it's like put in a bag? I have not personally, but... (laughs) I saw that at Rachel's the other day. I'm like, Rachel! Were you just straight up eating a rotisserie so chicken? Funny. She's like, no, I'm making salads out of it. No, but it's so-, so good. I'd be lying if I wasn't, if I said that I wasn't straight up eating it. But you know what? Like, this sounds really unethical of me, but it's so good. And you can tell that chicken was treated horribly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is, like, abuse chicken. Get in line. Well, it's, like, seems so factory farmed, and it's, like, so juicy. It, like, falls apart <laughs> if you, like, it, like, touches your mouth. And but then, this is, like, what my mindset was today. I was, like, trying to justify me eating this, like, unethical chicken. Because I usually do try to, like, buy free range. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> For, like, twice as much. And um, I'm eating this, and then I was, like, you know, if the roles were reversed... And if chickens had the opportunity to raise humans on a factory farm and make us, like, fat and juicy and plump, I bet they would take that chance. <laughs> so that's that's your justifier? <laughs> yes! I think that chickens would abuse us if they had the opportunity. Chickens would just round us up and put us on that sex offender island and treat us <laughs> however they want. Sex offender island? Line up, humans! <laughs> Well, there was this movie, or not movie, book, that I read in, like, fifth grade. I, I don't want to say it's called Brian's Song, because I think that's about something, like, more sad. But do you remember the Hatchet series? Yes. Well, I remember the book. Yeah. Well, there was the one 
There was a book in this series. I don't think I even read The Hatchet, but it was like a related book where the guy winds up on an island and he's like camping and there's a killer bear that's like killing everyone. But like that kind of reminds me of McNeil Island. Are you going to see Cocaine Bear? I want to. Is it in theaters? I want to too. I think if it's not, it will be like really soon. That's Ray Liotta's last role. I saw that he was in that. And I was like, oh, that's, that's terrible. I know. <laughs> I kinda Ray Liotta is the scariest looking man. Like at what I point see. in his life? Like when he was like Goodfellas Ray Liotta? Or no, like, just he. Like later on. Later on. Well, maybe it's kind of weird because I don't know if you can relate, but when you. Like Ray Liotta, when you. When you, um, let's see, Eddie Murphy, kind of another one, where yeah. you're like, you don't, you, we weren't a, alive for his, like, prime prime roles, oh, yeah. you know, uh-huh. like coming to America and whatnot. Uh-huh. So like the first Eddie Murphy exposure I had is Daddy sure. Daycare. Daddy <laughs> Ray Liotta's is like the one with uh, um, Bradley Cooper. Uh, Place Beyond the Pines and Ryan Gosling. Oh, I haven't you seen You know, that. Ray Liotta's no. in that I see, as like a, the detective. Oh, I haven't and, seen But that was the first Ray Liotta movie uh-huh. I saw. So I didn't even realize that he was in Goodfellas and some of those other ones. My but. first Ray Liotta exposure was B-Movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you see B-Movie? Uh-uh. Oh, you would love B-Movie. Really? I think Is that you, Jerry Seinfeld? Yes. I Actually, I've heard B-movies really good. It's like almost Shrek level good. It's really good. Hell yeah. I might watch B-movie tonight, actually. It's so funny. It's like Seinfeld, but a bee, and he falls in love with a human, and they have a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. No, but there's this... I mean, if you haven't seen it, I won't like super describe right. it, but there's a... Ray Liotta is a character in B-movie for like two seconds, like playing himself. And that was my first exposure. Is it a Ray Liotta B or no, it's an actual B? No, it's, it's like... Ray Liotta as Ray Liotta. I think that Ray Liotta like... So kind of like the back plot of B-movie is that like while the B, Barry B. Benson is his name. <laughs> while Barry B. Benson is like out in the wild and he's like left the hive and he's like exploring, he sees... um like a honey plant it's kind of like in terms of my chicken unethical thing but he sees all these bees getting gas like gas chambers at the honey plant so they can collect the honey it's like bee auschwitz and so he sues <laughs> it's very contrived okay but barry b benson sues in a court of law like the like big bee pharma like the big bee mm-hmm. company and Ray Liotta, <laughs> <laughs> the big honey. He sees big honey. And, um, <laughs> not bee pharma, big honey. Bee pharma. Um, um, he sees bee pharma. <laughs> big honey. And um, Ray Liotta, I believe, has a brand of honey. Like Uh-oh. Ray Liotta honey, kind of like Newman's own, you know? And so he has to testify briefly. I love that. That was my first Ray Liotta exposure. I love also thinking about how does that... How does that job, like, make it to Ray Liotta's desk? Like, his agent one day is just like, hey, Ray, you know, it's not it's not a huge role, but okay. <laughs> but I, look, I think I got something for you. 
get you get you a couple bucks in your off season. You know, if just I, hear me out. Hear me out. You own a honey company. <laughs> you own a honey company. It's an animated movie, and here's the premise of the movie. I'm pretty sure that like they didn't even like draw him hot either. I think he was like had like pock marks on his face and stuff. Speaking of Eddie Murphy, backtrack two minutes. Um, I watched Coming to America for the first time. Not Coming to America. I have not seen that strike. I watched Trading Places for the first time. With that, uh, with oh. Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd. Oh my Aykroyd? fucking god! It's so good, isn't it? I had no idea what it even was. My mom had been trying to get me to watch it for years, and the scene where the rich, the billionaires, are, like trying to explain to. Eddie Murphy, what like commodities trading is, and he like turns and looks at the camera, and, like breaks the fourth wall. Do you remember that scene? Uh, it's so fucking funny. Were they sitting all around at a big table? Yeah, but they're like trying to explain to him when he's still homeless, like what commodities trading is, uh-huh. and they're like, one of the commodities that we trade is pork belly, you know, like bacon. In a bacon lettuce tomato sandwich, if you've had one of those, and Eddie Murphy like looks at the camera like office style and like really <laughs> it's so fucking funny i deposit i was laughing so hard just like they weren't doing that kind of shit in the 80s you know like turn to the camera yeah like turn to the camera like yeah. this fucker yeah also i'll i'm just gonna say it i'm sorry i know it's a cancelable take we could not do it today but the blackface on the train is something <laughs> It's a lot. I'm not saying it was a good thing. I haven't thing. seen Trading Places in a while. It is not something that can be made entirety. for today. <clears throat> but I, I did chuckle. <laughs> what was the... Oh, there's a scene where they're trying to, like, steal a suitcase or something from, like, the stockbroker assassin or some shit. And all the characters are in costume and Eddie Murphy is, like, from Cameroon, and he's, like, in traditional African dress. And, like, um, oh, God, what's her? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is, like, she's a hooker normally. Oh, and then she, yeah! She's, like, a, like, German, like, frown line looking girl. She's all sexy. Then there's, like, another character that comes in in some other costume. And then Dan Aykroyd comes in in full black face, and he's Jamaican. <laughs> Oh my god. He talks it was like, like you were talking about out the- <laughs> <laughs> That's Chet Hayes. <laughs> He's like talking in pat- patois. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Real things. Real things. <laughs> Big ups. <laughs> oh my god, have you ever seen Chet that thing? Do you know who Z Way is? Uh, Z Way? Yeah, she's like kind of big right now. She, um,. She's, like, friends with Emily Ratajkowski, and she's, like... Who's dating Eric Andre. Which is something. <laughs> that kind of gives me a little PTSD. Like, I liked his, um... I liked the photo he shared where he's, like, naked on Valentine's, and she's in the right. background. But I'm like, that feels like something I've done before, and I don't like it. You could do better, Emily. Oh, yeah. I saw... Wait, didn't you see him at the comedy club? I did. I did as well. He, when, when he got Nikki. When what? He got naked and he tucked his dick between his legs and poured ranch on himself or something. Oh. 
I think I was at that show. I'm not. I would think that you would remember that <laughs> I was part. At the 10 o'clock, and I was at the 7:30, and you didn't do that yet. <laughs> no, he definitely like disrobed and like tucked and like ran through the audience. Tucked. <clears throat> it was wild. That was one of the best. That was probably the best show I've ever been to at the comedy club. Actually, I think it's He's the only one I've been to. He is a good entertainer. Actually, the time before last, I was in New York. This is kind of funny. And I know people that live in New York see celebrities all the time. But I don't live in New York, and I thought this was cool. I was, um, like, waiting in line to get into this amazing bagel place called Russ and Daughters in the Lower East Side. And Eric Andre fucking walked out of the bag of bagels. Did you say hide it? Did no, but he was like, he was like, you could tell he was like happy he had the bagels and he was like grinning and they like walked down the street. I love that. It was kind of cool. I was like, oh, hey, Eric. So any other celebrity run-ins? <laughs> um, well, I've met Post Malone. That's right. Because I booked him for Finals Fest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's a really nice man. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings with Post Malone. I bought cigarettes with his high school sweetheart and they were actually fighting post and his girlfriend were fighting oh i didn't even know he had a girlfriend well i don't know what his girlfriend situation is now because he's like pretty quiet about that and i don't really follow Mm -hmm. him that closely Mm -hmm. you know but at the time we picked him up from the airport and he had his high school sweetheart with him they had been dating like quietly for like four years and um i don't remember why they got in an argument but they got in an argument after the concert and she, he had her go to the quick mart to get cigarettes for him because he does smoke like constantly. Chain smoke. Chain smokes. And um, I went with her. I was like just kind of starting. I, I think I've been smoking for like a year or two, like in the capacity that I do. But I'm like, I'll go with you. And then she and I like <laughs> sat like ripping cigs. I sat with Post Malone's girlfriend, like ripping cigs on the curb of the gas station. And she was like talking to me about her relationship problems, which was funny. So I met Post. He's really nice. He's, like, a little dumb, but whatever. Really? Um, yeah. Have you seen Girls? Like, HBO Girls? Mm, no, but... It's I good. I mean, I kind of feel like you would like it, but it's kind of a chick show. But um, I saw a guy, an actor from that show in Brooklyn. He, like, had his daughter, like, move on the sidewalk for us, but... I think that's about it. Have you met any celebs? Mm-mm. There's still lots of time. <laughs> I thought I saw Henry Winkler in the airport once. <laughs> like the Fonz? You know who Henry the Winkler Fonz? is? Yes. <laughs> I know him. I know him as the dad and click. Right, Henry Winkler, the dad and click. Like click Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably in it, but that's what you know him for. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same thing with the Eddie Murphy thing. I'm like, oh, well, you mean Eddie Murphy from Daddy Daycare? <laughs> I feel like my first Eddie Murphy was probably Donkey from Shrek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I mean, you and I have so much Shrek history together. I don't even know if we should touch on Shrek-stery. that. Shrek-stery. <laughs> Shrek-stery. <laughs> Guys, Alec is a real ball of fun, if you haven't noticed. And he had an awesome, awesome, awesome Shrek-themed Halloween party at his house. And he was Shrek, and you did a good job. Thank you. Were you. Great. I was green for. He was all green. <laughs> at a client meeting on Monday, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still finding 
shit behind my ear. <laughs> I actually tucked my hands in my pockets because I got called into uh, somebody else's office to explain something to a client that I've been working with. Because I don't, I didn't set up any meetings on Monday, and I just noticed I still had green paint on my hands. So I tucked them into the, and I was just awkward in the in the office going just like, like look yep, insecure. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I feel like. Weekend. It would have been good. I would trust my accounting with a Shrek dresser, <laughs> Shrek cosplayer. I look like I had jaundice. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I tried to do fake tanner for the first time in my life this past weekend, and honestly, I think I need to like just perfect it because I did like the look. But I was streaky as shit. I like got naked yesterday. I was like, <laughs> like I was like white, like a big orange line. Um, speaking of your work, <laughs> Alec is a CPA. Are you just super, oh, are you super busy right now? Yeah, I'm. I'm slammed. I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's all good. Quick. It's it's good. One I don't question. do taxes though. You don't do taxes. New investment man. Oh. So it's slightly less boring well, that's than good. taxes. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's horribly. For boring. everyone out there, if you just have a W two, just stick to TurboTax. You don't need it. <laughs> That's what everyone wants to know. Should I be doing it with somebody or should I just do it on TurboTax? Because <laughs> I know you. I'm going to fuck it up on TurboTax. Well, that was, <laughs> I still fuck it up on TurboTax. Did I ever tell you what happened to me? It's so stupid. So I was told that I was going to get... I'll just be transparent when am I not on this podcast. I was told when I filed my taxes last year that I would be getting a $1,403 return i'm like that's fucking sick i'm like i can pay off some bills i can take a trip i was so excited so i like did make big credit card bill payments and i did buy some clothes and shit i, I pre-bought and then i got a letter from the irs and said they rejected it they, no they said <laughs> we're sorry we made a mistake you're actually hopefully you got your return of three dollars <laughs> You know what that is? The stimulus. You already got your stimulus. Well, so. yeah, but I was like, because I was pissed off. Because I had gotten a letter from them before I filed my taxes that said, we don't think that we gave you your stimulus. Hold on to this and use it in your tax return. And that's why I got my 1403. So I was like, okay, I do think I only got two out of the three. I don't remember getting this amount. Long story short, I fought them like a bitch. I fought them like a Karen. I sent them like 50 pages of like bank. The IRS? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't make that much money. I don't make that much money, Alec. And I was like, $1,400 to $3 is a difference. So I was like, you told me that I was going to get this blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. Long story short, I was wrong. <laughs> I did get that <laughs> stimulus. I took it to the bank. I checked it. <laughs> and I just, my brain's too melted to have yeah. remembered. And what, so what they say, they're like, well, no, we're not giving you that money. We they said, already like, gave you that money. They, well, they, for a while they did investigate and they said, thank you for reaching out. Like we're doing some auditing. So I'm probably really going to be watched this year, but they, they did kind of give me the benefit of the doubt for a while. And then they sent me a letter like we issued the stimulus on such a date at such time. I was like, oh. And you're like, oh. Oops, yeah, I'm not I trying to scam you. That. I promise I'm not trying to scam you. So my one question, I guess you don't do taxes, so you might not know. Do you have any tips to people for maximizing their tax return? <laughs> That's 
like my one. Honestly, my best question. tip I can get you, mm-hmm. give you is just say fuck it and file it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it and file it. Well, no, 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 no. Be no. It. you can be kind of naive. I'm super naive. <laughs> so just you mean just like act like you don't know what you're doing? Yeah. Well, well, I do don't you know, know what, what I'm doing. doing. No. There you go. No, I don't. Well, one time I had to pay money because I filed wrong. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I would say. So mm, you're an old pro. If you have, if you just have a W two. So if you're like a girl then like it's me, so easy. I have a W two. I invest like maybe five hundred dollars a year. Just file it, not to you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> then what? <laughs> just like. I don't have to do anything special or crazy, right? No. No. Do it on TurboTax if it's that simple. TurboTax isn't free. Yeah. <laughs> I use like tax. How much app. is it for TurboTax? I think that you can. There is a free version, but it's like doesn't have everything that you might want. But also like those add-ons, you always. Anyway, enough of the tax shit, guys. I know I'm boring you, but file your taxes. Hopefully you get more than $3 back. Um, I think, what's the deadline? Like April 20th? 15th. <laughs> 420? <laughs> your taxes 420. are due on 420. Everyone's ah. just sitting outside of H&R Block smoking on, on tax day. <laughs> 420. What is that, son? <laughs> okay. Well, I, we should get to the question soon because I have All a feeling right. you'll have very good answers. But real quick, you guys, I think the first time I ever met you, or maybe the second, we were floating the river, and you started talking to me about stay acoustic. But ah! <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Lowe. Drink more of this, by yeah, the way. Drink, drink all of it. I'll have a little splash. But um, no, Alec is like <laughs> kind of back to his how bizarre is still my sunshine talk. He's like into the '90s and like 2000s, like family music, like mom rock. <laughs> That's exactly right. Because I was. In my family's car listening to this shit. My mom. You say, say you'll hear what I want to. And then the album cover is her with her arms, like, right? She's got just. It's like posing. Like she, not cool glasses at all. I'm at sure all. not. Yeah, yeah show me. Actually, send it to me. Maybe I'll put it in the Instagram carousel. I feel like, um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Sarah? Viva Ma- Chode Hanks. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll call the episode, actually. Viva Chode Hanks. <laughs> I love it. The, the SEO on that is going to be like negative 10. There's, Le- there's, Le- she lo- it looks Lisa like Lowe. a. She looks like fucking she like is a receptionist at like a. At a, a farmer's company. bureau or something. She does. She looks like a receptionist. At a company in a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yes. Like, she doesn't... She's not pretty enough to be a main character in the Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, look at that album cover. <laughs> okay, send that to me. She was like, you say... <laughs> I, what are your thoughts on... Okay. What are your thoughts on Sarah McLaughlin? I like Sarah McLaughlin. I don't. I think the only song of hers I know is like, In the arms of, of the angels, angels. I hold 
<laughs> that was pretty nice. But thank you. There was some. Uh, so when Amanda did that cowboy themed. Oh yeah. Uh, birthday party mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know? Okay, Paula Cole. Do you know? No, no, no. I, that, did I get that? Wrong? I think Paula Cole is like. This will be an everlasting love. Is Cole. No, this is that's Nat King Cole. That, I don't think that is <laughs> Nat King Cole. This is Paula Cole. Oh, we're about the Cowboys, John. I made a joke to to Amanda about that, hoping that I she would get it too, and it just boo totally slipped. I know she claims to be such a country girl. Doesn't even know who Paula Cole is. Oh my, where have all the cow? I will make the coffee <laughs> if you go have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite, like, s- like silly 90s country? Or actually, mine's not 90s, but I Love Redneck Woman by Gretchen Wilson. <laughs> yeah. That's a fun... I've, I've actually done pretty well at karaoke with that song. That's uh, Rachel's only song that she'll... I still like listen to that when I was like 11 and my mom like hates redneck shit. So she's like, Camille, that is so low class. Like, maybe I'm a little low class. Hey, <laughs> let me be who I am, mom. Let me be who I Let me be myself <laughs> so I can shine. In my home, okay, we're, I'm done okay. acapelling to you. Alec, questions. are you ready for the questions? Oh my god. Actually, I'm gonna give them to you so you can shake them. You guys, since he's an in-person guest, my first one for like four months, I'm gonna let him be in charge of his own destiny with these questions. But um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Um, my intent for this pod when I first started was to kind of Recreate the environment that you have with people when you're on the smoking porch of a bar or at a party. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there's no chode here. <laughs> but <laughs> typically, when Alec and I are on a smoking porch together, we're sucking on a chode. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, you got that chode? <laughs> we would. We would say you got the chode. Um, no, but Let me I feel hit like. That chode. Obviously, Alec and I know each other well, but when you meet people on a smoking porch that you might not know, you're really open yourself up to all sorts of interesting, kooky, crazy conversations. So that's what this jar is for. I have a jar of about 120 questions of various colors written by both myself and former guests because I have all my guests write three questions when they're done with their episode. Um, and yeah... It hasn't happened yet, but if there's a question that you don't want to answer, because it really <laughs> makes you feel a little I achy. can imagine the things that are in there. <laughs> uh, the worst one was last week. The worst Wait. one was last week. Did you hear Tessa? It? Yeah, did you get no, all the I way through it? No, I didn't get all the way through oh it. Oh, my God. Was like, it awesome? It was, so, it was pretty fucking tame. It was tame. It was a pretty nice episode, and like the grand scheme of things, I've definitely had more inappropriate ones. She draws... One of Riley Connors. Oh, of course. Uh, one of his questions. <laughs> and it was literally, you don't have to answer this because it's not your question, but it was literally, fuck one, marry one, kill one, your mom, your dad, your sibling. 
she had to answer. <laughs> she answered. So that was kind of a caveat, guys. If you don't want to answer something because it's a question like that, um, you can just donate $25 to Planned Parenthood. Oh. Yeah. Did you not know that? I saw the 25 and I'm It like, hasn't happened yet because many people don't are pretty one, bold. If you just don't want to answer. Thing? Yeah. If you don't want to answer because you're uncomfortable or whatever, just give it to PP. Can we play some... Uh... You say... Here, I'm going to play one of your songs. <laughs> this is another one of Alex's songs. Wow. This is sad shit. That sounds pretty good. I know, like, the era of music that you're going to recreate here. Do you, like, sing or anything? Like a little, no, I don't think. Like a little bit of, uh, like, school work here, you know? Yeah, it's like, I think that sounds good. Okay, draw your questions. Right. Oh, you drew one. Okay. If you could be on any reality show, what would it be? Oh my oh god. Gosh. Okay. It would uh it would be any show, any reality show. Any reality so show. So I think of that all could, time, right? Yeah, I think it could be like a like live in like cameras in the house reality show or it could be a like contest show. I'll okay. give you that too. So one that's coming to my mind immediately. <laughs> I I have a fixation on, okay, I grew up on MTV dating shows. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like Next and Parental Control. <laughs> so I, I would love 100% love to be on Parental Control as either the parent, you know, I don't have any kids or anything, <laughs> or one of the contestants. Just any position there. Rachel's family has you on parental control. And you have to watch your Rachel like go on dates with men. And they're always like inappropriate or like crazy dates yeah. too. I love parental control. I'm glad that you watched it because a lot of people like haven't. That was that was grade A. Mm-hmm. And then I think, did you ever watch Next? I Riley and I talked about this in our episode. I I'm familiar with Next, but I didn't watch it as much. Oh. But like, what's the your favorite Next moment? Ever. Favorite Next moment? What it was a guy that was looking that had a butt. It's a bus full of girls, right? Yes. That come off and he goes, <laughs> you know, dates with them like. He's like in like a pop collar polo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My name's Jason. I'm 21, and I like to surf. And I like big butts, but this girl came off the bus and she was like a little bit like heavier and immediately when she stepped off the bus, it goes, next. <laughs> so, but then they cut to like, then they cut to one of those, you know, like filler, like mini yeah. interview parts. Uh-huh. And he's like, she looks like she needs a cheeseburger more than a date. <laughs> Like, who <laughs> comes up so, with this content? They were so offensive. So it would a hundred percent be parental control. Parental control. Yeah. That's a that's a great one. <laughs> parental control, you guys. If you don't know, it's when there's an MTV show where parents don't like who they're usually their daughter, but sometimes son is dating. So they conduct interviews, and each parent picks a like hotter, more successful person. For their child to go on a date with, and then they make the parents and the boyfriend girlfriend they don't like have to sit in like an awkward living room <laughs> and like watch the dates live. 
<laughs> like they're usually fun and like I remember there was one date like it's literally like zip lining date or like not base jumping but like crazy shit I remember there was one where um a guy like made an ice cream sundae I was like make sundaes on your body <laughs> and like eat them off of each other <laughs> and the parents and the boyfriend are just like hmm I don't like that. Yes. And then at the end he's of He's getting too close. He's getting too close. I kind of like it, actually. He's adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really liking this Jason guy. Oh <laughs> and they're just talking shit to the current boyfriend. I know. The boyfriend's like sitting between them on the couch. I don't like that. He's too close. And then at the end, the child, usually a girl, but sometimes it's not like lines up the three people and it's like bachelor style like they get rid of someone preliminarily and then i think there's like one more date to determine and it'll be like robert i, <laughs> I was gonna say I, robert i'm really, going with robert <laughs> well it's like i've loved our time together but <laughs> i'm really close to my family and their approval means a lot to me I'm going with Jason. And so after one date where we just met each other and licked Sundays off her <laughs> naked bodies, I'm ready to get into a relationship. I'm ready to be in a relationship <laughs> with you, Jason. And he's like, fuck yeah. And then the current boyfriend with spiked hair and cargo shorts stomps off. He's like, and he's like, right. they like interview him like blasting a cig like, on, like outside this like, matter. Outside. She was a bitch anyways. <laughs> Good thing I got two other girlfriends back at the mall. <laughs> Sunglass hut. It'll literally be like two dowdy parents, like short hair and glasses on both of them. They'll be like, our daughter Angelica is a princess. She was top of our class. Her class, she's beautiful. And everyone loves her. Until she started dating Robert. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I wish the uh, I wish any sort of listener could have seen that because that's what I remember. From I'm like control. he literally like did like the rock the and rock. roll fingers, <laughs> tongue out. He like would have like a tongue piercing, the spiked hair. Robert works at works in quotes at the hot topic at the Pasadena <laughs> Mall. He has a baby, but he doesn't see her. <laughs> That's like that. He likes I, skating and he, wants to be a professional skater. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this one. Amazing. There was one episode that I'll never forget where the dad was like, and he's always taking my damn donuts. <laughs> Seriously? The boyfriend was like, was stealing his. And that like shows a clip race. of like the boyfriend like eating yeah. <laughs> Stuffing his face with his, or like creeping around the kitchen. You know? <laughs> Did you ever watch um, Silent Library? <laughs> yes. Silent, what a weird show. Silent Library. I think it'd be so fun to have a Silent Library party, and I would love to find a way to make that happen somehow. Wasn't the premise of the show? You just you can't. You can't be loud. You can't laugh. Yeah. Well, you can't be loud. You can't be like louder than a certain decibel. So it's oh. like. A game show with a group of friends, and they're in a library, and like the library, the library, excuse me, the librarian is like 
this like very stereotypical like anime looking Asian guy and he'll be like welcome to Silent Library yeah and basically you sit around a table and you spin a wheel or like draw challenges out of a bucket but you can't be loud because you're in a library and if you <laughs> if you are loud you get kicked out but some of the challenges are like just they're like painful they're disgusting they're hilarious like like wrestle a sumo wrestler or like shoot an apple library. yeah it's like shoot an apple off your friend's head with this like bow and arrow made out of foam or there was one where they had to eat dog food like wet dog food and basically they like are listening to how loud you are and if you're louder than like a whisper you get in trouble and you can get kicked out for being too loud yeah <laughs> you're like i don't I like silent, remember li- silent library like that you don't how do you how do you remember I, well i just didn't i don't think i really watched no. it was a it was a favorite of mine you That's were more true. of a parental control boy people like room raiders too but I, room raiders i don't really, remember room raiders you would go into it's kind of like parental control where mm-hmm. you go into three different rooms and mm-hmm. you'd go like like I different would come into bedrooms. your apartment and be like oh she's got shrek makeup <laughs> <laughs> I do have Shrek makeup. Give me a lot of Shrek makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I kind of like that. You know, or like you'd say, you'd find, oh, she has cooks. Champagne. She (laughs) must be a drinker. I don't like that. Oh, and so it's like a dating show? Yeah, but you you pick the person based off of the room that you raid and whether you like the rooms because you can see their, you know, their personal stuff. Oh. That's interesting. I wonder if I'd probably pick myself. I don't know. I mean, I go to your house and be like, he has a bowl of onions on his coffee table. Ew. Ew. He's crazy. (laughs) He's crazy. He He must be kind of edgy. He must be health oriented. (laughs) 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 Okay, draw another question. Do I do three? Total? Yes, you do three. You say. Can you play another one of those? I, I want you guys to actually hear like the song a that I had a guy rap over. Is it this one with the, like tree it's gold ju- eyes? It's called Jump Man. Like uh, Jump Man, like down. the Drake song. Yeah, yeah. The, okay. Blurred go, oh, no, 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 Don't get down. Acid. <laughs> go on, you're embarrassing me. I guess it wasn't my day. There you go. It's it's this song, but he renamed it when he Jumpman produced the, it's Big just L the beats. Beat. Who is that? <laughs> Lightfoot Willie? <laughs> Wiley. Oh. It's my friend's error. Uh, right, consult your health insurance company. Spencer Visit Wiley. the pharmacy oh, or our site for details. <laughs> he, he's native, so his name is Lightfoot. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You're going to love this. It. It's life, but been about two months since I've been in the studio. Way overdue on this shit. I said West Coast living. Shout out to S Coast. About to make the room do the Jordan. And yeah, man. When I sleep at night, I dream of police. You know why? If you really fucking know me, my PO amazed. I never went and OD'd. I got all of this dope shit dripping like an IV. Try me. I'ma kill tracks till I'm 80. Till I'm at Mercedes. Girl's ass thicker than some gravy. It's really not that bad. It's not terrible. I got this girl's ass thicker than some gravy. Honestly, the song is pretty good. 
It, yeah. I guess it's just not my day by Alec. Uh, he was Alec Griffiths. trying to get me. He's like, dude, you should make more beats. You should make more beats. I'm like, I, I've known I'm in you. college. I have to do. <laughs> I've known you faintly for three years. I can't believe I never knew you made beats. Yeah. Well, not a whole lot of people know that. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> it's not something I go around with. Now 30 to 100 people are going to know that. So Perfect. That's my followers. 32? 30 to 100, depending on the 30 episode. 30 to 100. Depending Basically. on how popular the person is, honestly. <laughs> uh, on the guest? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. that's pretty good, though. I know. Like, some people get more than others, but you're all wonderful in my book if you've been a guest. Love you all. I listen What's to your you most popular guest? The most popular one was the first one. I will say, shout out Tessa. You got big numbers in your first 24 hours. Hey, uh, what was your what was your first guest? JC Lenz. I don't think you know oh, her. No. Uh, she's a regular listener, I think, and mm-hmm. a, a pal of mine. But and anyway, then, yeah, it's coming along. I'm surprised the Polly Shore episode didn't get more. But Polly Shore? <laughs> no, who are you saying is something like Polly Shore? I wanted to talk to you about Polly Shore. Talk but... to me about Polly Shore. You got time. <clears throat> we were talking about the uh, like farm movie. I always farm. I oh. Wish that Paul and Polly Shore was in like a farm. Do you remember that movie where farm he was like movie? he was a. I, the only thing I kind of know him from that... is Encino Man, and like, <laughs> yeah. even that, I don't even think I've seen the whole movie. He's in a farm? I would, yeah. He, he talk goes to, to <clears throat> live on a farm. I wish Polly Shore was better than he actually turned out to be. I'm going to read this second <laughs> okay. question. If you could belong to any ethnicity or culture, what would it be? Oh! <laughs> did you well, write that out? I did. I think we know the answer uh, is Jamaican. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Is, could Chet Hanks be considered an ethnicity? <laughs> yes, I, would, I want to be a body boy. A body boy. <laughs> Real things. <laughs> No, I meant like if you could like That's... be born in another country, not like Chet, Hanks, of, Chet Hanks offending people. Yeah. <laughs> and me getting compared as a knockoff Chet Hanks. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, Alec? They're like, yeah, you know that guy? I'm like, yeah, he's awesome. I did stand up for you. Oh, I want you. you to know. Thank you. I, like, I, I'm very surprised that they were offended if they were like also friends with that guy from that night. Because like, that doesn't make sense. The, Everything about that man was offensive. About what guy? The boy I the was dancing with. Night Owl? <laughs> the Night Owl Brachos. Felon guy, yeah. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. so I found the place on the Spokane property, or not property, but Spokane blah, 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 whatever, where you can look up people's <laughs> criminal Uh-oh. records. Oh, did you look up mine? <laughs> No, do you have one? I do. I actually have looked at my own, and I do have a speeding over fifteen miles. Oh, over it's on wow. my record. Yeah, but anyway. No, but I had I found the guy who broke into my house, really? and I looked up his record, and he has is eight, it a ton? Oh yeah, like heroin overdose, escape from the hospital before they could book him into jail. Was his name Tyrell? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His that was name? the guy from Brachos. Oh, Tyrell? Yes. 
His name Shout was out Tyrell. Uh, Benjamin. Me. <laughs> ben, he blocked you already. Like, <laughs> no, he blocked me immediately. Why? It, it's a long story. Okay, it's a, it's, a, it's actually never very mind. funny. <laughs> His name was Benjamin Johnson, and the best part about it is he is also a LC grad. So way mm. to represent. Oh. For, the LC Tigers. So do you know him? No. He's like 40, 40 something years old. Oh. He's a heroin addict. Oh. Guys, I, a little context here. Alec lives in a home kind of like not in the country, but not in the thick of things. <laughs> and um, his house has been broken into twice. And one time they stole like all of his electronics and all of his football jerseys. And he had traveled to every NFL stadium in the country with his dad and bought jerseys at all of them. And Ben Johnson stole them. <laughs> yeah, because he started using an old iPhone that was in one of the boxes and like self-incriminating. <laughs> oh, because it was backing up to He's my like, it was backing up to my Google Photos. So anything he was taking was He's like listening to steal my sunshine. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, damn. He, a screenshot from the phone uh, from the phone was backed up to my Google Photos, so I could see that I was still logged into my work email which is not good but <laughs> wait okay. he was taking pictures of all the stolen shit and so screenshotting his facebook friends that's how i figured out it was him but oh my god but idiot okay wait real quick on the ethnicity question is it chet hanks is that your ethnicity that you want to say uh, i mean i would have said like italian or okay <laughs> like okay. hawaiian yeah let's get back on this yes. one if you could belong to any ethnicity or culture what would it be? Hmm. Or culture. Or culture. I mean, I guess. Can like mid 2000s, uh, 2000s rap in ATL be considered a culture? Because I would just love to wear oversized white tees and hang out with them franchise boys. <laughs> in that ATL. <laughs> Okay, perfect. Then that's the answer to the question. <laughs> and the last one is, who is your favorite celebrity? Mm. Oof, that's a tough one. Don't say Chet Hanks. Not Chet Hanks. <laughs> I was talking to Kamani about favorite? Chet Hanks and he's like, do we know him? Who is that? What did he say? Kamani, I told him the story about you. About the oh, yeah. Night owl, and he's like, he like kind of fake laughed and he's like, I'm sorry, is Chet Hanks someone we know? <laughs> like, he thought he was, like, our yeah, friend. You know what? Forget it. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Um, anyway. Favorite celeb. <clears throat> favorite celeb. Okay. There's different... There's different... Um, first one that comes categories. to mind. Regardless of category, first one that comes to mind. <laughs> I, I love... Uh, Maybe this is a little bit of recency bias, but I went to Eddie Griffin at the comedy club. Oh, yeah. I love Eddie Griffin. Who is Eddie he's Griffin? Un unhinged. Is he, he's a comedian? Look up Eddie Griffin. Okay, I don't know if it'll like translate over here. Is he a comedian? He's a comedian. Shout out Eddie Griffin. Or I will say... <laughs> okay, do you know... Does he look familiar? Um... Okay, he's kind of like a. <laughs> he's a, wearing sunglasses and all the photos. A C list. It's a C list. I don't know him. So, my favorite celebrity. 
Shout out Eddie Griffin. Rachel McAdams, I kind of dig Jennifer Garner, but that's one category. And then uh, Rob Schneider. <laughs> oh, and Zach Braff. <laughs> Zach Braff. Rob Schneider. Zach Braff. How about Zach Braff? Okay, Zach, I liked Rob Schneider personally. Zach Braff is interesting. Yeah, because you're a Scrubs boy. Scrubs boy, yeah. I didn't watch that much Scrubs. Like, I'm familiar with the show. I, like, know who the characters are, but... He's a funny guy. He did mm-hmm. Florence Pugh for a while. What? Florence Pugh. Oh, he has made really shitty stuff outside of Scrubs, I thought. Well, yeah, because him and the guy that plays Turk are... Um, Tom Python. Yeah, they're like in T-Mobile ads or I like know. some shit now. Mm-hmm. And they both have like bad Botox. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I'm like, oh no, why did you do that? That would be weird. I mean, no shame to people that get Botox like... It's a very normal part of aging nowadays for the girls and the gays, at least. But I think I do feel bad for, like, straight actors that, like, get Botox and it looks bad. Why Why do you like him so much? Zach Braff. Zach Braff. Because mm-hmm. he's funny and a little bit feminine. <laughs> you got a little crush on him? Find it a little bit relatable. <laughs> I would never describe you as feminine. It's not an insult, but of all the adjectives in the world, feminine would not be one I'd use for you. Unless you want to be. I just think that it's... mm, It's funny, but another celebrity. Trying to to think of... Trying to think of mine is... Yours is Jared Leto, isn't it? No. Is that a joke? Oh, I do love Gwen, Gwyneth. Honestly, she might be my favorite celebrity. You know me better than I know myself. Because I obviously have that account. And I think she's, like, actually probably a pretty chill person. She's healthy, for sure. But she, like, is... Yeah, she's (laughs) in on the joke about herself. She's... No, she's a nepo baby. She knows that she's kind of a... nepo baby. A nepotism baby. It's, like, the... People that only got famous because their parents were famous. I didn't know she that. Had a, did she have a famous dad? Her mom is Blythe Danner. Oh, oh honey. I don't think you'd know who she is. Cool, off, cool. The, off the top of <clears throat> your head, I'll show you. You definitely like know who she is. Um, Blythe. Can I write a question? Um, yeah, you can write or three. I'll submit it to you. Yeah, no, you can write three and I'll write them down, whatever. Okay. <laughs> this is her mom my... and this is the photo <laughs> that's being used for her. But you know who that lady is. You've seen her. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I she's... had no idea. That's a hilarious photo. I feel like we could have just devoted the entire po- podcast to going down an IMDb hole. On. You know, rabbit hole, but. On Evil Gwen. <laughs> on all types of shit. On all, absolutely. I'm very curious to see what questions you write. If you're anything like some past guests. I might do one, you know, these are great questions. I would do one. Don't give it away. You know, one kind of. Saucy one. Yeah. And then one that's actually I, a good question. I'll get mm-hmm. you talking about some stuff. And then. It's really just like, a, it's really <clears> just like <throat> in the draw. Cause I've had some that are like, what are your religious beliefs? 
And then some of them are mm. like, if you're a type of cheese, what type of cheese are you? <laughs> that's that's more so questions I want to be okay. answering. Finish it off. What type of what cheese type of would cheese? you be? Oh, pepper jack for sure. Oh, you a little really came... pepper jack. <laughs> you really came ready. shit on everything. <laughs> Wait, why? Why are you pepper jack? It's delicious. Are you just spi- spicy with little chunks of little stuff spicy. in spicy. You got chunks. You can't. You're white. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> You're white yeah, and spicy with chunks. I'm white. Mm. <laughs> Guys, if you couldn't, if you couldn't tell from the episode, I know it was hard to tell, but Alec is a white man. <laughs> and the sound of my voice. <laughs> Not at the club that night. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jamrock. <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> I think it would be fun to wow. have a third third person view of yourself out at like out on a night you know oh man like a, a <laughs> gopro on somebody else's head i don't need to see myself <laughs> i know that's, i have no <laughs> recollection of doing that well, it was, <laughs> the thing was, it was a pretty it was a pretty normal thing to do i mean i you weren't being racist it was the song that was on and you like sang it to me but i think that these like office masks office max looking gay guys were maybe just looking for something to talk to me about i don't know but yeah one of them did say i can't believe he did that <laughs> i'm like shut up <laughs> i was i did vouch for you i said oh it's a cool guy <laughs> he's fucking drunk he does this every week <laughs> I, I didn't even do that i i just i'm like alec i yeah i know him he's a buddy of mine like get over yourself. Yeah. No, That's you're fun. Chet Hanks, pro- Chet Hanks prodigy. I I love that actually. It's. I know. I love I mean, Chet. Compared to Chet Hanks a little bit. Chet is better than the other one that looks like Pee Wee Herman. I know. I was gonna. What's say his name? No one even Polar knows. opposites. What's his even name? Didn't you? Send- I don't know, but he had, he had a decent role. Yeah, I mean he's a in House Bunny. Oh right, yeah, because oh a- my favorite. Okay, I'm telling you, my favorite celebrity, Anna Faris. Anna Faris sure, is, is yeah. just kills me. Oh, How about she's that? So funny in the scary movies. Yeah, <sighs> <laughs> that's not going to translate very well onto the podcast. But <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> a big man. I- <laughs> Love Anna Paris. <laughs> I love it. And you know, she was with Chris Pratt. They dumped her when he found Jesus. He she Did she dump him, him or did he dump her? I don't know. I don't know. She's hilarious though. That was so fun. I really do kind of feel like movie my pants. Did you ever see the movie Just Friends? I know we're probably no, but I didn't. I it's Ryan Reynolds though, right? Mm-hmm. And Anna Ferris in it. And is uh, she Anna Ferris is just in a it. friend. She is his girlfriend that is a famous singer, but also fucking crazy. Because Amy Smart is the normal, the oh. normal one that he like was just friends with and then falls in love with later. She's Amy Smart. I look this bitch up. Amy Smart. Yeah, I googled Amy Smet. Oh, I have never seen this woman in my life. Amy Smart. No, guess what? how old she is. 30, uh, 45. Oh, she's 46. Good job. <sighs> Isn't that crazy? Okay. 
We have been talking a while. Yeah. I would hate to hang it up, but do you have anything you want to promote? Um, Amy Smart. Go watch Parental Control. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to wonder, promote Parental Control. I wonder I'm not getting it. paid by Parental Control, but <laughs> I want you to go watch Parental Control. I'm Googling Stream Parental Control. That is a great one. Um, it might be on like the MTV website or something. Um, it's available for free on the MTV website. Perfect. That's what I'm doing tonight. That's. Oh, I'd like to promote B movie. <laughs> Perfect. I think American everyone... cinematic classics. <laughs> everyone can benefit from B movie. It's actually pretty funny. It's like Seinfeld humor, <laughs> but it's made by DreamWorks. And that's actually my closing remark for the night is DreamWorks Animation reigns supreme. Shout out Shrek. Shout out B-Movie. Shout out Madagascar. Shout out Monsters vs. Aliens. The list goes on. Um, thank you guys, as always, for being such loyal friends, followers, comrades, confidants. Um, be sure to tell your friends. Be sure to like, subscribe, share. And be on the lookout. I'm actually thinking about maybe, maybe, maybe doing a giveaway in the near-ish future. So I'm going to leave you with that little nugget. Um, thanks as always. Um, Alec, will you give us a send-off? Great hitting now, fatter than my fucking HB. The flow I'm leaving on is sicker than the HB.